After years of wedded bliss, Nick couldn't take it any longer. Melissa, through no fault of her own, had grown up in a home without cable TV or a VCR. If that last sentence confused you, Google it. This had resulted in her having very little pop culture movie knowledge. In order to right this injustice, the duo will watch and discuss movie after movie until Melissa has caught up with the zeitgeist of her generation. Welcome to their journey. Hello. We inch ever closer towards Christmas. Yes, it's wonderful. It is nearly here. It is nigh here, as they would say in olden times. I'm not done Christmas shopping. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm shopping too much. I need to stop. Wow. I mean, there's a limit to joy and love and giving, and I think (laughs) I've hit it. I think I'm there. I mean, you can always get me one more. Uh, Can I? I've already gotten you like two more beyond what I thought I was going to get. Oh, Oh, spoilers. Whoa. Uh, Spoilers. Awesome. Am I telling the truth right now, though? I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) What's the movie going to be? We'll see. I'm ready to watch a movie. We'll see when St. Nick comes down that chimney tree. I mean, just chimney. (laughs) The chimbly wimbly as, as, what was that we just saw? Oh, oh, it's the Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah. The Chimbly Wimbly. That's my favorite line He's in The Grinch Who Stole stuffs Christmas. Stuffs it so nimbly up the chimbly. Yeah. It's, yes. the, it's a great rhyme. <sighs> what are we watching tonight? You have no idea? I don't know. Well. I know what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that instinct really dies hard, doesn't it? Uh-huh. That desire. Uh-huh. We're not watching that. Man. Sorry. Erg. All right. What is it going to be? Because now I'm disappointed in anything you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. We're so close to Christmas. Um, I want to watch Santa Claus the movie. Uh, Tim Allen with Tim Allen? Way before that. Way before that. Santa Claus the movie. Santa Claus colon space capital T-H-E movie. The movie. Okay. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. Yeah. Big blank. I don't know. Of all the movies we've watched so far, you know how I'm like, oh, I probably saw this when I was whatever, like early teens or maybe a little younger. Mm -hmm. This is one I probably saw. Uh, I have not seen. I've only seen this movie once. I could I could tell you very little about it. I have a few vague memories of it. What are your vague memories of it? I'm not telling you. (laughs) When do you think it was made? Um, Like probably 84. 84. Yeah, That's if you a, saw it when you were so... It's a bold guess for you. Okay. So little, maybe. All right. Um, so you don't know anything? You, you've never... You didn't go to a McDonald's in the 80s or anything like that? Because... <laughs> I did. This is one of those movies where there was merchandising in the 80s. We were more of a Burger King family, <sighs> if I'm being honest. I think Burger King always had glasses, right? They did, like, different kinds of glasses. They did, yeah. But usually they were kind of lame glasses, if I remember right. They would just be, like, Burger King Oh, we never got the glasses. I'm sure that's Just a crown. true. Yeah. <laughs> and the Whopper Junior. <laughs> <laughs> a crown. I could yeah. eat one right now. It sounds for- so good. Yeah, they are good. I, I, for- I forgot about the crowns too. Wow. Okay. Um, Does but- it have the guy mm-hmm. from the Verner's commercials? The Verner's commercials? I don't know. There's like, this is what I'm afraid of. There's this one guy that my dad really likes. He's a comedian and he's really annoying. Uh-huh. And he was in a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Is it him? <laughs> uh, based on that description, I can't help you. Okay. I don't know a comedian who's really annoying that your dad does, that your dad likes. Like, I don't. I know. 
You gotta give me Werner's commercials. I know. I can't think of his name. Is it one of like uh, I keep thinking of the Rick Moranis doing the hosers? That guy. It's not that, right? No, no, okay. no. I'm thinking like, oh, hey, here's some Werner's, eh? But no, no. This guy's like a gangly, tall, mm. um, annoying the- person who was in a couple movies. Slapstick. Okay. Carrot top? I- no. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> You're dead like carrot top. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Oh. Well, I'll tell you as soon as the movie starts, I can tell you. I can guarantee there's not the per- the only person who will be gangly and tall in this movie, you're gonna love. Oh yay. So the the comedian person is not gangly. So Okay. Okay. How are you feeling? I'm wondering is Bruce Willis in this movie? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I wouldn't have known who Bruce Willis was when I saw this movie. Okay, okay. And that's probably shocking, but good. Carl Winslow, is he in this movie? Also, same. <laughs> I don't know. This is way before Family Matters. All right, let's watch this. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You want to give us your teasers if you had to like give your two one or two words about the movie? I think it's going to be like a Santa Claus reveal. Santa Claus reveal? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go see what the movie reveals. Let's do it. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> that was elf-tastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was unlike anything I was expecting. I didn't know what to expect, and it was completely different from my blank expectations. I, wow. It, it, it. It broke my brain, obviously, but it was it was a lot like what I remembered. Really? A lot of like my memories of the 80s, I think, are kind of wrapped up in this movie. Some of the things that were happening, like the scene they had in McDonald's, blatant product placement, <laughs> like um, McDonald's literally had a deal with them for this. And like as part of the Happy Meals or whatever, they were handing out a four part series of the stories of this movie. So it was like, like a toy that was four part series or what no, do you mean it was a- like a story, like a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, Coke, of course. McDonald's used to give out books. Yeah. Like little books, I think. That's so much better than what they give out now. <laughs> yeah. The cheap plastic toys that <laughs> yes. just fall apart instantly and become like things that parents step on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. 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 This was deep 80s. Oh, this movie was very deep 80s. Uh, on many many levels like <laughs> if you want to experience the 80s this is a great movie to watch <sighs> wow so what do you you want to you want to take it away give us a summary yeah well it's just <laughs> i'm laughing because this this <laughs> we were watching the movie and halfway through the movie you were like what's gonna happen i have no idea <laughs> It's true. And I love it. I love when I can watch a movie and I don't know what's going to happen. And this was one of those movies where from the from the beginning, Mm -hmm. um, you think, you know, where the story is going, but you don't. Mm -hmm. And it just snakes out randomly, seemingly randomly. And um, you just can't predict where it's going to end up. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of starts off as a Santa origin story. Yeah. Um, And we learned that Santa was this friendly fellow who brought toys to kids in the village um, by sleigh with his wife. Yeah, and they're two reindeer, yes. And um, they're really sweet and jolly. And this is is back when people actually traveled by sleigh and heated the wood, their house by 
fire. Yeah, I think it was like the 1500s, maybe something like that. Okay. Um, So you see them doing this and then on their way home, they're intercepted um, by... Oh, there's a blizzard. There's a horrible, horrendous blizzard. There's a horrible... Okay. There's yeah. A, yeah. Okay. Which, ironically, there's one coming towards us now. We're <laughs> going to be traveling around Christmas. <laughs> and my name is Nick. Oh, no. I'm a little worried. Oh, no. Because what happens to them... Yes. ...is they... Um, <laughs> when we were watching it, it was reminding me of this Russian short story, um, one of the classic re- Russian literature yeah. short stories. Um and I was like, oh, no, it didn't end well in the Russian story. What about this? Mm-hmm. And they are stopped in the blizzard. They can't see. It's freezing cold. The reindeer. Was it reindeer? They, they collapse. Yeah. They mm-hmm. give up they're, they're and done. they collapse. Yeah. And then Mrs. Claus and Mr. Claus like huddle together in their sleigh and they they die. Yeah. They they pass away. It seems like they and you're are, like, are passing away. And you're like, what is going on? Yes. Um, this is a kid's movie, and in the first 10 minutes, you killed Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. <laughs> yes. What? Um, but hence, then hence the eighties, but yes. This bright light shines on them mm-hmm. and wakes them up. They come yeah. back to life. First the reindeer, then Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Or are they dead? And they're ghosts. <laughs> is the whole thing a Is dream? the whole thing like a horror movie? I don't no, know. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. No. All right. Um, it, it, it was too altruistic in okay. the 80s for a movie like that. I mean, the magic he has, he could be a ghost. I'm just saying. But keep going. <laughs> so um, then they're they're awakened. They are brought back to life. And you're like, well, what happened on the other side? But they don't get into it. Mm-hmm. Um and then mm-hmm. all these little—is it the elves? Elves, yeah. The little mm-hmm. elves—they have another they name have another for name. it. Name—I don't remember what it was. But the elves come out yeah. of nowhere, and they're like, "It's him, your home. Yes. Look!" And then this like beautiful building appears out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and you can only see it if you're if you're the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And or they an elf, yeah. they bring them in, and it's this workshop full of elves waiting for him, and they explain that. He's going to be delivering toys to all the kids all over the world forever. And, yeah, and also you're not you're never going to die. You yes. now live forever. Yes, Santa takes it really well. He does actually. Now that we say it out loud, it kind of sounds like purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he actually is pretty stoked about this. He's like, oh, you got some nice digs, and he's a wood carver. He, he makes his own toys, so he's pretty excited to. Be surrounded by a whole bunch of people or creatures, humans, humanoids, who also make little toys. men, little men, really, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah. elves. There were no women. Sorry, my favorite quote of the movie was one of the elves who said, "It's like Mrs. Claus always says: the more kisses you get, the bigger the hug." <laughs> Such a rape. <laughs> I like your elf voice there. Oh, thank you. I try. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so they died. They became, they see elf people, and then that was it. That was a reference to the Sixth Sense, by the way, in case you didn't catch that. I got it. Okay. I got it. Thank you. And there's no place for that here. No. Okay. Got no. it. Okay. Okay. Fine. This is Christmas. This is Christmas. You're right. Thank you. There's nothing about spirits in Christmas stories at all. No, you're right. I stand corrected. Okay. Don't, okay. Don't give me that look. Well, don't give me that sass. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying the most popular book, Christmas book of all time. Has three Christmas spirits in it. But anyway. Did you want to talk about that? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. So um, then he starts doing the Santa gig. And the 
<laughs> doing the Santa gig. <laughs> all right. Making the toys, delivering yep. them. Mm-hmm. They show them all around. They take it really well. And they're like, well, this is our life now. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. I'm going to wear polka dots just forever. <laughs> Matching clothes with the elves. I'm all in. All in. This looks great. Well, you find out that they didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, the, chi- the all the children in the world are going to be like your children. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. It is very sweet. Yeah. And the elves, they have this joke that they like to make. They make it a lot. Mm-hmm. And they take the word self. Yes. And they drop the S. And so they're like, I guess I just need a little more elf confidence instead of self-confidence. Yes. This joke happens a lot. Yes. There's a couple other elf puns, too. I can't remember what the other ones were, but they really enjoy doing that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But this is only the beginning. So then... That, this is only the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, where is it going? Yes. How is Christmas going to get ruined and then saved? That's what needs to happen. That's what's got to happen. <laughs> first so- off, the most epic montage uh, through time in, in a movie, except for maybe HGL's The Time Machine. They, like, literally show Santa and they do the passage of time from, like, the 16th century up to the 21st century or the 20th century. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a pretty epic montage having to do with an hourglass and Roman numeral years. <laughs> right. So we're like trying to figure out what, what does yeah. it say in Roman numerals? What year is that? Is the I before the V when you subtract? <laughs> yeah. So it like moves you forward yeah. and to the eighties and it shows Santa going through the years and mm-hmm. like doing his Santa gig throughout the years. And then you're in the eighties and he's um, going to New York and doing you know, Christmas Eve in New York. And he happens to notice um, a kid who's living on the streets named Joe. Mm-hmm. And Joe has a has a friend, a really um, rich girl mm-hmm. who like looks out her window and sometimes like leaves um, food out for him. So they have kind of a relationship. And giant Coke cans. Giant Coke cans. Either they children, don't make them that big anymore. Either children were super tiny back then or cans were huge. Because he was holding that thing and it looked like a one liter bottle in his hand almost. It was huge. I just think some things were bigger in the 80s. It could be. Like the burgers. Didn't mm. the burgers look big too? I don't, you know, when you're a kid, everything looks big. So maybe they were trying to capture that feel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about, how did he find Joe? Like how did he, they run across each other? Uh, he was just literally just flying around and he noticed Joe. He was thinking about like Christmas being fun and everybody having a great Christmas. And then he noticed Joe was by himself, like had his hands over like a fire or something like that. Okay. And he went down and he was like, I'm going to give him a Merry Christmas. So he like goes down and starts hanging out with him. Yeah. And then he offers to let him ride in the sleigh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which back, back to the sleigh ride, um, when they show him riding the sleigh for the first time, um, back when he's like kind of getting his introduction and onboarding. His onboarding. Yeah. <laughs> um, they give the reindeer this like. Um, mm, feed. The this feed? moss that's yeah, covered moss. in magical glowing dust. Yes. And that's what makes them fly. Yes. And um, it's so cool that they have like clumps of moss laying around. Mm-hmm. I just love moss. Mm-hmm. And that's what they eat, the reindeer. So it's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. But when it's magical like that, the reindeer can fly because yes. this dust makes everything fly. Plot point. It's very going to need to know that. Very important plot point. Um, but the jo- like the acting on the 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 man who played Santa, like on his face, like when the sleigh like first took off, mm-hmm. was really great. He just looked yeah. like genuinely like stoked and having a good time. That was cool. Who played him? 
Um, well, I found out from you during the movie that mm-hmm. it's Lebowski. It is Lebowski. <laughs> from the big Lebowski. Mr. Lebowski. Mr. Lebowski. Not the dude. Excuse me. Yeah. No, no, I know, not the dude. Yes. Of course not. And that uh when I when I, I did not know that before we started watching the movie. I'd seen it, but obviously I saw it probably twenty years before I saw the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. So when I was sitting there staring at him, I'm like, he looks really familiar. And his voice didn't change at all. Like <laughs> I was like, holy moly, it's the big Lebowski. it's Mr. Lebowski. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so back to the movie. It's still going. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) This like story winding. It's like unwrapping a present. You just don't know what's going to be inside. No idea. Um, so he wants, he wants to, Santa wants to, he needs help. He's overwhelmed. And so Mrs. Claus is like, maybe you need an assistant. Five centuries of doing it on your own. You know? Yeah. (laughs) It's getting, it's getting hard. It gets to him. Um, so he's like, yeah, an assistant. That sounds good. And there were two elves in line for the assistant job mm-hmm. and um one was a normal elf and then the other one was a guy who was a big thinker always coming up with some crazy things crazy ideas lots of gadgets yes lots of gadgets you want to do indoor heating with pipes <laughs> pipes pipes <laughs> and so this guy he makes this like kind of um automated toy making machine mm-hmm. and it seems to work, and he makes more toys than the is, other. His name is Patch, by the way. Patch, thank Patch. you. You're welcome. Patch's toy making machine yes. seems to work. He wins the contest because he makes more toys, but there's no quality control, mm. and um, some of these things aren't getting screwed. Like the wheels aren't getting screwed mm-hmm. on, but they don't know it because they're not testing the toys. Oh, this what is driving me crazy. It drives me insane. <laughs> what kind of self-respecting shop wouldn't even test their stuff? I know. But all these toys that are going to fall apart get delivered. And the, the best part of the movie is oh, yeah. they show um, scenes of children like using the toys yes. and it breaking on them. And for some reason, the way that the scenes are shot, they feel like more real than the rest of the movie. Yes. Because it's like this, this they're outside, they're yep. shot outside in yep. daylight. And when a lot of the other scenes are shot in the elf um, workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just feels like a real life stories of toys that don't work. It's well, it also flashed me back to all the like snow gear I was in as a kid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a dad with a mustache, of course, <laughs> obligatory eighties mustache. Yeah. And there's one part where a kid's wagon, um, the handle comes off. And so it's rolling down the street mm-hmm. and then this big yellow bus comes careening around the corner the and bus. smashes into yes. it. Oh. Poor kid. So unrealistic, but it, really funny. Yeah. Uh, it, yes, it's crazy. So um, the elf the elf gets in trouble because all these broken toys get returned. Mm-hmm. Um, by magic, they're brought back to the North Pole and dumped down the North Pole's chimney. And they're like, oh, no, this is this is bad. And so the elf, he loses his. Well, he gives it he up. He's like, I shouldn't have been. Yeah, he resigns. Um, mm-hmm. He resigns. And he's so, like, grief-stricken yes. and wanting to prove to Santa that he's good that he leaves the North Pole mm-hmm. and he goes to New York. And this is where it just gets weird. Yep. Um, weirder. This is kind of like Elf, actually. <laughs> Except <laughs> he, he's going to find his, prove his purpose, his worth instead of going to find his dad. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and when he's in New York, though, he um he sees that there's this toy maker 
um, who's like a sleazy, yep. money grubbing, um, big shot, always smoking a cigar, yes. played by John Lithgow, who's amazingly greasy and awful in this role. Yes. And um, so the elf is like, oh, he makes toys. This is great. I'll partner with him. Because he's like so innocent that he doesn't see that this is a dirt bag. <laughs> they were taking all the toys out of the display thing because <laughs> yeah. they were being recalled because Congress ordered all of them. They were death traps. Mm. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, those are really moving fast. I got to go find him. Yes. Uh, that's Dudley Moore who plays Patch, by the way, which you have no idea who he is. So nope. I will add a few of his movies to the list. He was a really good elf. Mm-hmm. He had a very elfish face in his voice. Did they doctor the voices? Uh-uh. No. As far as I know, they didn't. No. Okay. The, the Dudley Moore and John Lithgow were not the first. There were other people offered those positions. Like Harrison Ford, Dustin Hoffman. Like In the role in this movie? Yes. Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman was offered yes. the part of the... Busy uh, toy seller? I can't remember if it was the villain or if it was for Patch. I can't remember which. <laughs> but either of those is funny to picture. It is really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, like, John Carpenter was, was like, uh, pitched to be the director at some point. John Carpenter as in The Thing? Yes. John Carpenter? Yes. Does he normally do horror movies? He normally does horror and action movies, yeah. <laughs> and he, I think I read that his uh, his Santa would have been Brian Dennehy, which he's uh, he's he was in. You may know him from Tommy Boy. Do you remember Tommy Boy? Vaguely, oh, he's the dad in Tommy Boy. I only remember Chris Farley in Tommy Boy. Okay. Yeah, not even David Spade. I mean, a little yes, David Spade too. Okay. All right, okay. Anyway, I just couldn't think of his name. <laughs> but uh, Dudley Moore and John Lithgow like watched the screening of the movie afterwards, and they were like, "This is a career killer." Oh. They were like super depressed about the movie. <laughs> well, it was cheesy. It was very, I mean, I actually enjoyed it. Like I, as a kid, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was a kid. I thought it was, there was lots of shiny things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and elves that like, it had everything I needed as a little kid. Yeah. No, it's a great kids movie. Mm-hmm. Even though Santa dies in the first 10 yes. minutes. Well, yeah, I didn't, you didn't bat an eye back then with stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Um, well, so Patch teams up with BZ and he's like, I have something really great. Let's give a toy to every kid and let's use my magic dust. Let's do it for free. Let's do it for free. Yeah. He stole some of the stash. Yeah. He stole some of the magic dust from the North Pole. Mm -hmm. And so they put it in these like little lollipops and it would make the kids fly a little bit. Candy makes you feel dandy. (laughs) Uh, yeah um and then what happens uh well they give it all away for free and patch is super excited Mm -hmm. about it because he's like why would you charge for toys they're free and the bz ceo guy he's upset but then he just takes it like oh it's like drugs i'll just get people hooked and then i'll charge them twice as much when they want more right they come back for more right oh and then he's like we need to do this really really soon so let's Mm -hmm. make a christmas two christmas two yep (laughs) In March, right? It wasn't even that long after. It was like March or they, something like that. They just wanted the sales. Mm-hmm. and Yep. Yeah. So it comes out. It's a hit. People are flying. There's some great montages of like, what was it? Like an eight-year-old dunked a basketball because he was flying. Yes, and that was so 80s as well. Stuff like that. Yeah. 
And then they put an unsafe amount because they're rushing it. He's forcing Patch to be unsafe. Mm -hmm. And they put him in candy canes this time instead of suckers. Right. You got to do bigger and better. Uh, And it turns out it's unstable. And it could be explosive and explode. If it is exposed to heat. To heat. Right. Yes. So luckily (laughs) there's no heat sources on the planet. So, yeah. Meanwhile, um, crazy twist, BZ, the sleazy... That's not even the right word. The money grubbing. Uh, yeah, he big he, wig. Yeah, he. I would just uh, arrogant. Ar- big yeah, wig. archetypal soulless businessman. Yes. basically. Yeah, he's the girl's uncle. Mm-hmm. The girl that's friends with Joe, who's yep. friends with Santa, and um, so she overhears her uncle that they explode and all of his like diabolical plans. Actually, Joe hears that, right? They hear it together. They both hear it, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um. And so she writes an emergency letter to Santa mm-hmm. and Santa goes down to rescue. He <laughs> he picks her up and they've gotten Joe. Well, first off, the letters, we didn't cover this, but the letters all magically fly through the air and end up in the chimney as well and mm-hmm. land on the embers of old fires and don't burn somehow. Magic, Magic, honey. magic, you're right. It's amazing, yes. wonderful magic. So the letters are there and they're like, why is there one here this early? And then yeah. it's an emergency letter. Yeah. So Santa, yeah, off to the rescue. And when BZ found out that Joe was eavesdropping, um, he d- t- kidnapped him. Yeah. And he had his assistant or whatever. Um, so take care of him. Yeah, ice him. Didn't he say ice him? Ice something. <laughs> And he tied him to like a boiler in the factory or something. A pipe, a pipe. yeah, in yeah. the factory. Um, yeah, so Santa's on his way. He gets the girl. And then Patch, he decides to go back to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And he has this flying car. He sees Joe. He rescues him. Yep. And then he's flying back to the North Pole. But he has the candy canes in, in the trunk. trunk. Yes. Right. Because he made a good choice. He's like, no, yeah. I'm not keeping it here. He realized mm-hmm. the busy guy was back. Yeah. I think because Joe told him, right? I think he just wanted to go back to the North Pole. He was kind of done. I don't remember him even having to be convinced. He was kind of ready or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, Santa and his reindeer save the day with this cool move, the mm-hmm. loop-de-loop. That's completely unnecessary. Yeah, They, they totally. do a loop around the car and then come directly underneath it. They could have just gone <laughs> directly underneath it the whole time. But it was more build-up. It, it was like, you know, yeah, picking was, up with something they had in the early, yes, early in the story. Excellent storytelling. Oh, yes. It was great. It was, okay, we're we're kind of like... I enjoyed talking. the movie. I enjoyed it. I know, I the way it. we're talking about it, though, maybe might not seem like we enjoyed it, but we enjoyed it. it was <laughs> we really, did enjoy it. It was really fun. Well, there's some things that you, <laughs> you know, even if they're cheesy, you still enjoy them, so, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, first off, the rain, they, they saved the day, and... The kids end up going. The The bad guy gets his comeuppance. Literally, he floats off into space. Yes. And then, because he ate a whole bunch of candy canes because the feds were coming to get him. Right. John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. And then the kids just stay at the North Pole with Santa and Mrs. Claus. They adopt the kids. I don't know if they adopt them. They're just like, hey, you want to stay here for a year or two? And they're like, sure. And so they're hanging out there. Yay. And then everyone dances. Everyone dances. <laughs> and uh, that's the end. Now... How do you feel now that you've seen this movie? I, I'm i happy I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of watching it thinking, oh, would the kids, would this be okay for the kids? Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it would be fun. It's a, it, I think it's more for kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. If we get past the whole Santa and Mrs. Claus dying part. <laughs> we will. Okay. I liked it. <clears throat> um, the best part was the reindeer. 
Yeah. Yes. Is that your they favorite? Were Which, so cool. What in, what about the reindeer? They're puppets. And they're expressive. They are. And they kind of make these cute little noises. Um, so you kind you just know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And they're really a really cute part of the movie. They like they actually had real deer trained to pull the sleigh too. Really? Like, they had actual real they the the crew like trained them for months. Wow. And yeah. And while they were training them, it allowed the deer time to like grow their antlers. So they had Aww. time for the shoot. Cool. Isn't that crazy? That is cool. But they did have puppets and stuff for the, they looked really good for, they did. for the close up shots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And their eyes, the eyes were really like expressive. Mm-hmm. They, they showed a lot of emotion. They did. With very little. They did. It was cool. Well, this movie, um, when did you think it was made? 1984. You were super close. It was 85. Ha ha. Came out just in time for the holiday season. Oh, it did? In November. End of November. And the movie cost, the movie cost $50 million to make. Wow. And it was like talked about being made for years. Well, the sets that they built, the the elf workshop sets, those were serious. Yeah. (laughs) They had a lot of moving parts. Literally. Those were amazing. all All the toys too, and the toys that they made for the movie- after the filming was done, they just donated to children's charities. Oh, afterwards. that's awesome. Isn't that cool? I thought that was neat. I love that. Um, but it cost $50 million to make, and it only made $24 million. Oh. <laughs> so it was not a very big hit. John Lithgow, though, says people in England have no idea who he is, but this movie is huge in England. Like He goes <laughs> there, and it's why people know him in England. Really? Isn't that random? That is. Well, I think people in England know him now because he... Oh, yeah. Do they watch The Crown? I don't know. Well, I would think so. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, so how would you rate this one? Um, watch it with your kids. It's really... It's magical. Okay. It's charming. It's a very charming movie. Um, and it's innocence. Like, I don't know. Having all of those elves and like the, the Mr. and Mrs. Claus... Mm-hmm. the casting they're just yeah. kind of i don't know how to explain it they're there's an innocence and they're very charming i just keep repeating myself no it does <laughs> it definitely has that it you it would be weird if you made the same movie now i think but like the way it was shot and like just seeing all the people and everything it just felt very like you said just felt innocent and kind of like fun and it's one of those 80s movies where there isn't like i don't know the 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 dark seedy part of New York was mm-hmm. was very light. It was like seedy <laughs> light. The only thing seedy light. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Joe's warming his hands over like a burn barrel, but yeah. um that was about it. Like it wasn't Yeah, they Yes. Santa wasn't getting like pot shots taken at him while he was. Yeah. And a lot of the movies you see in the 80s, especially New York was a pretty rough place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And because of the characters in the movie are so extreme, like Mm -hmm. the bad guys are so. Yeah, yeah, they they are. They're very cartoony. Mm -hmm. Um, It just makes the good guys in the movie seem like real Mm -hmm. because they're not cartoony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think the movie in general holds up well or? What do you think? Um, no, not really. <laughs> okay. What was the worst what, part? Are you going to disagree with me? Let's let's hear it, Nick. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, 
I think I, I think it like effects wise is is pretty good. Like <laughs> no, I do. Like I was trying to I'm literally thinking of like the the different effect shots they had and they employed a lot of like animations and stuff for some for the magical things and it 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 all is pretty tight for when it was made. Like you could tell they spent fifty million dollars on it. Let's just say that. Hmm. Like you could tell. Um the it's it's just a very 80s movie you could not pick it up and place it in another time and place it's just all 80s so yeah it's very dated but i'm okay with the santa claus movie being dated especially when they establish it starts out in different time frames and they (laughs) show him going through the different eras too i'm okay with it landing in the 80s that's okay with me did you um like did it play for you like how you remembered it uh i had very yeah like I remembered I remembered being super impressed with like the elf workshop mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, what? <laughs> and you had that feeling watching it as an adult too. Just mm-hmm. cause you know practically like how much effort it would have taken to build all that. Yeah. And all of it's just all wood and it's it's just very intricate. So yeah. And I remember Santa being uh just kind of it being cool like the whole like kid getting to like ride with santa in his sleigh and stuff i just remember that being cool oh yeah i didn't think about it that way but that would be an amazing mm-hmm. thing yeah to think about when you're a kid mm-hmm. yeah so what do you think the worst part of the movie was the worst part is probably um <laughs> what sorry john lithgow but Uh-oh. him and dudley Moore is that right yeah mm-hmm. him and patch um yeah, they're just kind of it's it's a little their their dialogue <laughs> is lacking in depth. <laughs> it's very yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's all the lines that are written for you, but it's hard to read them sometimes. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's it's not yeah, it's not Russian literature. I I guess as you would say, it was it wasn't mm-mm. unlike the beginning of the movie exactly, which was like Russian literature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there were definitely, I, I could definitely see why they would feel like that movie may not have been the best choice for their careers, but uh, it didn't really, as far as I know, it didn't hurt their careers. They did okay afterwards. So yeah, yeah. Don't feel too bad for them. I'm just saying they were right. <laughs> <laughs> for their sections, yeah. Um, so what, if any, messages do you think were in this film? <laughs> um, I think that the message I took away from this film is that you should um, be kind and enjoy children. Mm. Um, the little girl, she was with this, it was like a nanny taking care of her and her, her terrible uncle. Um, they were just awful people and treated her really poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Santa, the hero of the movie, he like had a heart for the children. Um, truly. And so I think it was about like um, enjoying children and, and treating them well. That's so nice. Mm, I try. What about you? Did you think there were any messages in this movie? I think there were a couple. Okay. One, don't mess with the government. <laughs> it what? will come after you and it will get you. Are we talking about the same movie? Yeah. Okay, explain, explain. Well, you know, the John Lithgow's character, like his company is just totally (laughs) trying to defraud. Like literally there's a Senate hearing that he's at 
And they bring the toys out. That's my favorite part of the movie, for the record. It is. <laughs> yes. Like, they're at the Senate hearing, and there's a guy who takes, like, a Cupid doll or something. It's a cutesy, like, little girl doll. And and he, he, like, lights it and just barely puts a flame near it. And the whole thing just goes <laughs> into, like, a giant flame. <laughs> no, he uses a cigarette. A cigarette. That to was show it. that if you get a cigarette near yes. the doll. And he dropped the cigarette <laughs> on it, and then it just boofed into flames. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then the other one was they like screwed the head off of something else and dumped out the contents, and it was <laughs> sawdust, razor blades, and nails, and broken glass, and broken glass inside. <laughs> oh, that, so eighties. Yes, that was my that was my favorite part of the movie, and it also just shows how you can't you, you know you can't get away with stuff. The government will come after you. So okay, that's that's that. Which really goes into a larger theme for the movie if you think about it. Okay. Big Brother is watching. And Big Brother being Santa (laughs) or the government and or the government. So and or. okay, Yeah. Um, Also, too. um, (laughs) It it was just the the fact that they chose to make the the like villainous activity be like drug peddling is so 80s because the war on drugs was huge in the 80s and everything. It's just yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was thinking about the workshop, the elves workshop, and there were like all these jobs you could do. What would you want to do if you were an elf? First off, we didn't describe this, but the elves use their facial hair for detailing. <laughs> like they literally use their facial hair to paint, to make paint brushes and paint things. They dip the ends of their beard, the tip of their beard in the paint and it was a paintbrush. Yes. There's even one scene where there's a beard. There's an elf that doesn't have a beard and he's using another elf's beard to paint. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would I want to do? I'd want to take care of the reindeer. Yeah. Like, that'd be that'd be a fun job. I, I would like doing that. The elf who took care of the reindeer got to sleep in the the area with the reindeer. It was pretty posh. Yeah, it was very nice. <laughs> and Mr. and Mrs. Claus's, they had, like, this weird bunk bed, nest bed. Like I love their the bed. Wall. That was so cool. Uh, it was very cool. It's just, I'm trying to picture, you know... 60 year olds getting up and down into the bed you know it's just yeah it was like an elevated bunk and it had these little swinging doors that closed it was like norwegian folk art to me it was so cool yeah yeah what would you want to do in santa's workshop um yeah either tending to the reindeer or like something on the side of cooking there was like some mixing happening mrs claus was taste testing Mm -hmm. things Right. Adding spices. Yeah. I don't know what they were making. It looked like a huge pot of porridge. I don't know. If you had to invent something like Patched like a toy or an improvement to the North Pole, like the Magic Palace, what would it be? Whoa. There's so many toys I would want to improve on. Um, <laughs> where to start? <laughs> um, probably I'd want to make like the ultimate dollhouse. Hmm. Or like a tree house that you can put your you know toys in and play with. Nice. Yeah, something like that. That sounds fun. What there's about- a, there's a lot of wood that you would be able to work with too. Yeah. What about me? I yeah. would want to uh, make a pneumatic tube like infrastructure in the in the building. Whoa! You can just transport toys all around the the building. I love pneumatic tubes. I love them too. They're, They're so, so fun. Awesome. I thought you meant like a pneumatic tube that you could put in your own home. Like that would be the toy. Oh, well, that would be a great toy. Yeah. I just keep thinking, we just watched the Polar Express too, and the elves, literally that's how they get around at the North Pole there. So how cool would that be to have that and just travel around? Anyway, 
I love those. <laughs> Me too. What well, was a good movie? Yeah. I'm glad we watched it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Are you looking forward to our next movie? Yes. Cool. But I'm concerned that it's not the movie that I really want it to be. Oh, okay. I I don't know what we're seeing next time. I'm not sure. Really? No, I know. I know exactly what we'll watch. I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll see what happens if you get what you want for Christmas this year. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> in a certain time, in a certain land, once there lived and once there was a magic kingdom at the top of the world. If a traveler came to that cold, freezing place, and no traveler ever did, all he would see would be ice, mountains of ice and snow. But on certain nights, when the stars of the sky shined like jewels, a wonderful light appeared in the heavens, and then many lights, all the colors of the rainbow, and some colors never seen before. Way on top, the North Star sparkled. And suddenly, the ice mountains cracked open and beautiful, beautiful lights pierced the sky. And then out came the Vendicums, hundreds of them, all in their bright colored clothes. Granny, what's a Vendicum? A Vendicum? Those are the little men who live in the ice mountains, way at the top of the world, under the North Star. Little people. We prefer to be called elves, if you don't mind. You, you. I'm the one called Dooley. We've been expecting you. Expecting us? For a long, long time. Oh, then we off conscious. All right, let's have a stage. No Okay, Towser, give it to me straight. The retail outlets are pulling our toys off the shelf so fast you'd think they were disease carriers. Cowards. An article in the Post said that anyone who gives his kid a BZ toy should have his head examined. Swine! Cancel my subscription. But we've got to meet a payroll by the end of the month for 2,000 factory workers. Commies! And our cash flow is flowing the wrong way, right down the toilet. You sure know how to cheer a guy up, Towser. What do we do, BZ? Do you know how to say, yo? Yo? Uh